50 years of magic has transformed the entire Walt Disney World Resort into the world's most magical celebration. Have big fun being small in the new Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and feel the unifying magic of Disney music in the new nighttime spectacular, Harmonious. Come celebrate today. Contact Magical Park Vacations to book your Disney vacation today. Call 585-662-3686 or visit MagicalParkVacations.com. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Folks, please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Clap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter. You're listening to DW60. Welcome to the program. It is DW60's Press Row. However you may be listening, Sorcerer Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Odyssey, we are glad that you are here. Find out what is happening over at the Walt Disney World Resort. (laughs) It's Jeff and... It's Jeff. It's... Yeah, it's just Jeff. (laughs) Nicole is not here. Nicole is uh, right now over on the West Coast. And uh, if you've been following us on Instagram, you know that right now she is over at Disneyland. If you're not following us on Instagram, do so at DW60 Press Row. Uh, because she's going to be doing a lot of posting over on our Instagram account. Uh, stories, regular posts, reels. Uh, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, she's uh, she's there doing her travel agent thing and uh, spending a couple of days at Disneyland, Disney California Adventure. And uh, she's been sending me texts throughout the day of different things that she's seen. She just saw Black Panther and Black Widow at Avengers Campus. She just sent me uh, a text about that a little while ago. So uh, she seems like she's having a good time. Took a little rest. Uh, during the day and had a nice cocktail and everything. The thing, the thing, crazy thing was, is that her flight was out of New Orleans. And so she gets off work almost at regular time. And her flight left at the 720. She got off work at five. It takes us like an hour plus to get to New Orleans. And we were so worried that we were going to have traffic issues on the way to New Orleans to get her there. And thankfully we didn't. I think she had... Maybe 10, 15 minutes to spare. Uh, got through security okay, I think. I don't think she had any problems. She did tell me, but uh, she's having a great time. She'll be there Thursday, Friday, and uh, she'll be the part of the day Saturday, and then she's coming back home. But she's already uh, just having a wonderful time out there. So it's just me this week. Still some Disney news to talk about. Now, if you have any comments, questions about the show, or you just want to call and say hi, please do. Give us a call. 408-909-DW60 is the number that you can call. 
Wish I was there with Nicole. I do. Uh, just wasn't able to go, unfortunately, because I, I have never been to Disneyland. Never been there. All of these trips that I've made to Walt Disney World, I've never had the opportunity to go to Disneyland. And I was like, gosh, you know, I could, I could snap my finger, and I, I really wish I could just be there right now. And, and just give me 15 minutes. Just give me 15 minutes of time, and I'd be happy. Just to say I've been there. I've been, you know, in the same area that Walt has been. The, the same streets that Walt has walked, you know. And if I could teleport right now to Disneyland, what, what would I do? 15 minutes, that's, that's all I get. 15 minutes. I would, I would teleport right to the start of probably Main Street USA, and I would just want to walk down Main Street USA and see and get to see Sleeping Beauty Castle. I think that's, that's the, the thing I would want to do the most, just to have that visual in your mind. You know it's going to be imprinted in your mind the entire time. You see that for the first time. That's what I would probably do. I want to ask the chat over on Instagram right now, people watching us over on Instagram. If you could teleport to a Disney park right now and you've got only 15 minutes, 15 minutes to do something, what would it be? I'll ask that to the Discord, for the Sorcerer Radio Discord, and I'll ask that for the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone as well. And if you want, you can call us at 408-909-DW60 and tell us what would you do if you could teleport to a Disney park and you've only got 15 minutes. What would you do with those 15 minutes? One person on Instagram said, I've never been to Disneyland either. That would be really cool, like you said. Yeah, it would be very cool. So yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. Nicole's getting to see a lot of things that she has not seen for a while. It's been a few years plus, I think, since she was probably at Disneyland. She hasn't been there for a while. All of her trips have been to Walt Disney World. Let's see. Uh, Joni over in the chat on Instagram said Spaceship Earth. Good choice. That's that, You could do that in 15 minutes. You could easily do that in 15 minutes. That's a really good one. I like that. Very, very good suggestion. So I want to start with something that um, another person said, Pirates of the Caribbean. Another good choice. Another good choice. That's good stuff from the Instagram chat. So I wanted to start the show this week with some Genie Plus news, and this just recently came out. Not even 24 hours ago. You know all the constant changes that they're making with Genie Plus. Sometimes it's a little bit hard to keep up with. So here's the deal. Genie Plus right now is not allowing Lightning Lane selections before park hopping time. What does that mean? Okay. So it means this. Right now, you must make a reservation for your first park of the day. You got to visit that park. And then you can park hop to another park if you want to. And that starts at 2 p.m. I don't know why Disney is still continuing to restrict this park hopping at 2 p.m. I just don't understand it. What's the big deal with 2 p.m.? Why not be able to do it? Freely as we used to do. Okay. So you can park hop at 2 p.m. That is, of course, if the second park is not at capacity. So what happens is when you make lightning lane selections, what you can't do is you can't select from different returning windows. 
you can only select the next available return time. Up until this point, you know, park hopping was kind of an exception. You could still do it. You could make a lightning lane selection for a second park. And what ha- would happen, Genie Plus would give you automatically the get next available time after 2 p.m. That's not the case anymore. So now Genie Plus is going to stop you from making a lightning link selection for the park that you're planning to go to. And the return time has to be after 2 p.m. Has to be after 2 p.m. So what does that mean for you? You could miss out on some pretty good lightning lanes. It's a possibility. It could happen. I don't know if I like that. I mean, how do you feel about this? I'm kind of, I'm not very experienced with Lightning Lane and Jenny Plus. I haven't really had the opportunity to use it. While we were at Walt Disney World Memorial Day, I did virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Didn't have to do Genie Plus. We were only at Epcot for one day. We didn't have to do anything because we were able to take care of a lot of attractions without Genie Plus and without using Lightning Lane. So I don't know how much this is going to affect your decision making or your chances to get the Lightning Lane that you want when you go to a second park for the day. I'm not sure. Just have to kind of wait and see. One other person on the Instagram chat said Disneyland Paris and do their version of the Haunted Mansion. That's what they would want to do with their 15 minutes if they could teleport there. Is their version there different than the ones that we have? I'm curious. I've never I've never watched a YouTube video on that before. That's kind of cool. What else does somebody say? Uh, one person said, I'd love to see Walt's apartment with the light in the window. That is it. Oh, that's really good. Just kind of stand there and just be in the presence of that. Knowing that Walt stayed there, that's good. That's a good way to spend your 15 minutes. I like that. Let's talk a little bit about the D23 Expo. Of course, it is coming up very, very soon. Just a few weeks away. And everybody's been wondering, well, what's going to happen? What can we expect? What kind of panels are we going to get to do? I'm going to tell you that right now. Let's go through the entire list of the D23 Expo for 2022. So it starts on September the 9th, bright and early at 10 a.m. They start with Sounds Delightful, an illustrated audio adventure. Sounds cool. You'll have Caesar Milan there, Better, better Human, Better Dog. Also at 10.30 a.m. over in Hall D23, this is a big one. A lot of people are going to wait in line for the Disney Legends Award Ceremony. Who is going to be a Disney legend this year? Who's going to get inducted? Interesting, right? Then then coming up after that, Disney, let's see, inside look at the Society of Explorers and Adventures. Pretty cool. The Simpsons will be there on the premiere stage. Also, celebrating the people of Walt Disney Animation Studios. That should be pretty good. You might want to check that out. Here's another big one that usually happens on day one. Over at the Walt Disney Archive stage, who is honored with a window on Main Street, USA? That is a true honor. True honor to have your name on a window on Main Street, USA. So I'm sure that's going to be a fantastic panel to find out who is going to be doing that. ABC's Home Economics will be there. National Geographic's superhero women of STEM. Now, what is that? I'm going to tell you what STEM is. STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. Those are the women who are contributing to the field of all of those. 
uh, to help increase the understanding of our planet and protect it. So they're going to be showcased. And that's a fantastic thing. I love that. So check that one out. Also, a very 90s afternoon special with the all-new Mickey Mouse Club over at the Walt Disney Archives stage. Should be a lot of fun. Disney for Scores. It's a podcast live that celebrates Marvel music. If you love Marvel movies, then you probably love the music, too, because the soundtracks, the tracks that they pick, they're usually fantastic. Usually fantastic. Also happening, Studio Showcase Day 1, celebrate the magic of Disney and Pixar at the Hall D23. Also have behind the scenes, ABC's Beauty and the Beast, a 30th celebration. Disney Legends in conversation. That's probably one you're going to want to check out on the archive stage. That happens at 4 p.m. The cast and creators of Disney Channel's Hamster and Gretel will be there. Also, National Geographic special screening of Epic Adventures with Bertie Gregory. Check that out. The D23 Expo Mouse Grade 2022 will happen at 6 p.m. Also, this is a big one a lot of people are very excited to see. Walt's Plane, taking flight through Disney history, presented by Amazon, is going to be happening at 6 p.m. at the Walt Disney Archives stage. And then finally, for Friday night, the 9th of September, here for the laps over on the back lot stage. Lots to do on day one. It's a lot to do. You got to stay busy if you want to try to do all those panels. Probably not possible. So pick and choose. Get in line early. You know what I'm talking about for those who've been. I've never been. I'm just guessing, of course. <laughs> September the 10th. All right, 10 a.m. Studio Showcase Day 2, Marvel Studios, Lucasfilm, and 20th Century Studios in Hall D23. That starts at 10 a.m. So we recently had San Diego Comic-Con. Had a lot of announcements, especially for Marvel Studios. So what's going to happen for the D23 Expo? What have they not told us yet? What are they kind of holding onto because they said, hey, D23 Expo is on the way. we got to talk about this then. So you might want to be at that one at 10 a.m. for Marvel Studios, Lucasfilm, and 20th Century Fox for the Studio Showcase. Also making of Disney 100, the expo- exhibition, a peek behind the curtain with Walt Disney Imagineering's Illusions and Special Effects Development Lab. That should probably be a great one. That happens at 10 o'clock as well. So if you can't get in on the studio showcase, I would probably go to that over at the Walt Disney Archive stage. That's where I would go. Also, women in Disney fashion will be there. Talking pets with the vets of National Geographic. Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Never heard of that one. Never heard of that one before. That's that's an interesting name. I kind of want to check that out. I don't know. Bob's Burgers will be there doing that. They've also got Uncovering Treasures from the Marty Scalar Collection. 12 o'clock, archive stage. You're going to want to be there for that one. That's going to be good. At 2 p.m., Marvel Comics celebrating 60 years of the amazing Spider-Man. Who does not love Spider-Man? A lot of people very excited about that, I'm sure. Also, a century of storytelling at Walt Disney Animation Studios. Then it's a small Disney World celebrating the art of Disney parks. Mmm, good one, right? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Also, Disney's Epic Entertainment Showcase, the musical, the extravaganza. What is it with Disney and these long names? High School Musical, the musical of the musical. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, yeah, that's, that's called Disney's Epic Entertainment Showcase, the musical, the extravaganza. <laughs> the names get longer, longer. 
All right. Also, a celebration of Disney anim- animations in Canto. A lot of people love that film. Love that film. Dreaming, designing, and bringing to life the Disney Wish. Of course, the Disney Wish uh, about not, not gosh, has it even been a month that they are now you know doing sailings out of Fort Canaveral, and they did the inaugural sailing, media sailing, DVC sailing. A lot of people having some fantastic things to say about the brand new Disney ship, the Disney Wish. So you might want to check that out. That'll probably be a really good panel. Cautionary Tales with the Disney Villains, The Imagination of Ridley Pearson. Check out Ridley Pearson if you've never done it before. ABC's On the Red Carpets, Storytellers, Spotlights. Okay. National Geographic Special Screening of Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. Should be pretty good. Here's a really good one. I, I think it's probably a lot of fun. We just got done with Christmas in July, right? The Santa Clauses on the premiere stage. What is that? The Santa Clauses. Are they talking about the brand new series coming to Disney Plus? Hmm. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Next up, Building Walt's Florida Project. Walt Disney World from Dream to Reality. That is probably one that I would check out. That's happening at the Walt Disney Archives stage at 6 p.m. If you're a big Walt Disney World fan, you're going to want to see that. That rounds out the second day. That's Saturday at 6 p.m. And you know, after you're done at 6, you fight the crowds to get out at the convention center. What do you do with your time? You go out to eat, or you probably go to Disneyland or Disney California Adventure, right? Probably so. That's what I would do if I was there. Like, okay, we're done here. Let's go have dinner somewhere at downtown Disney or you know one of the parks. Because if I go, I'm going to have park tickets. I don't care if I get to spend the whole day there or not. I still want park tickets so I can go. A lot of other people are going to do that too. All right, the final day, Sunday, September the 11th at 10 a.m. They will start with Disney Original Documentaries Sneak Peek of Mickey, The Story of a Mouse. That should be pretty good. Nat Geo and Disney, 100 Years of Exploring the World Through Storytelling. Then after that, revisiting Yesterday's Tomorrow, Disney's Magical Mid-Century. Next up, A Boundless Future, Disney Parks, Experiences, and Products. I think this is the one that I'm most excited for. (laughs) I think so. Somebody in the Instagram chat said, Hi, Jeff. Flynn said, It's so cool to see you on screen. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hi, Flynn. How are you? Glad you're here to join us. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think this has got to be the Parks family. It's got to be. With a title of A Boundless Future. I don't know. I I, I, I don't know. Um, my, my wife is watching the Instagram live right now. Hi, bub. <laughs> a boundless future Disney parks experiences and products in Hall D23 that, that's, the, that, that's the park panel right there I don't know what, what are you expecting what are you expecting to hear for this panel I'm not confident but I'm hoping a nighttime parade at the Magic Kingdom at this point I, I, I really don't care what parade it is I want them to have a parade I want them to bring back something I'm hoping to hear about Mary Poppins again, but I don't think I will over at Epcot. 
I would like to hear a huge retheming of imagination over at Epcot. I'd like to hear that. I would like to know when some of this stuff is being done, like construction, Tron, Epcot, stuff like that. Dining plan. Thank you in the chat over on Instagram. Is is the dining plan ever going to come back? I mean, or is it just, is it done with? Is it completely and totally? Because Disney did say, yeah, it's coming back. But they've never said when. I, I, I just kind of wonder. Is it really going to happen? What else can I think of? Oh, goodness. People in chat are like, yes, dining plan. Heck yeah. <laughs> Please save me just a tad bit of money. A tad bit. Another person said extra magic hours. I don't think that's probably going to happen. I think Disney's going to keep it the way it is to where you have early extra magic hours, 30 minutes out early for uh, park uh, resort guests. And then, of course, for, you know, the deluxe guests staying at the big resorts, uh, they'll get the extra magic hours in the evening. That's probably how that's going to stay for a while, unfortunately. But I don't think they're going to announce that. Lots of possibilities. So I'm going to be glued to the TV at 10.30 a.m. for a boundless future Disney Parks experiences and products. All right. Also going on, the cast and creators of the Disney Plus series, The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. Then back to the grid, 40 years of Tron presented by Enterprise. 40 years. That's kind of hard to believe that I experienced the first Tron movie 40 years ago. And then, of course, Tron Legacy. Fantastic, fantastic movie. Loved it. Big fan of Tron. I would definitely check that out. Also, an animated conversation celebrating 90 years of Goofy. Should be cool. Join National Geographic Books on 100 Disney Adventures of a Lifetime. Also, Walt Disney Imagineering. 70 years of making the impossible possible. Any of the stuff that has Walt Disney Imagineering in it, you're probably going to want to do that. You're probably going to want to do that. Also, 100 Years of Treasures from the Walt Disney Animation Research Library at the Backlot Stage. 2 o'clock p.m. on Sunday, the Main Street Electrical Parade, 50 Years of Nighttime Magic and Imagination. So, the theory from a lot of people has been the following. So, they say that... The Main Street Electrical Parade is leaving Disneyland September 1st. They just went and redid one of the floats. It looks fantastic. If they don't make the announcement about this at the parks panel, would they they do it at this one? Because they're specifically focusing on the Main Street Electrical Parade. Could they possibly say that Main Street Electrical Parade is coming to the Magic Kingdom of Walt Disney World for a limited time because it is 50 years of nighttime magic and imagination. Disney World celebrating their 50th anniversary. I don't know. Uh, It could happen. You can keep your fingers crossed. I'm not saying it's going to. I'm not saying it's not. But and a person in the chat just asked is this where they announced the parade is coming to Walt Disney World it could be it, it very well could be if they don't do it at the parks panel that's the thing we just don't know just gonna have to wait and see next up is 100 years of Hollywood magic a Disney tour of the UCLA film and television archive 
Next up, explore the world with the next generation of National Geographic. FX's AHS Behind the Screams. If you don't know what AHS is, that is American Horror Story. Very good series. Very good series. Check that out. If you can handle the scares. That's a thing. Yeah, it would be a person in the chat said, I hope it's there by the beginning of October. That would be a lot. That would be great. That would be great. That'd be fantastic. That means when Nicole and I are there in December, hey, yeah, it'd be great, right? Yeah. Also at D23 Expo on Sunday, the Disney Parks Through the Decades, a Disney Ambassador Perspective. That's going on at the Walt Disney Archive stage. Disney Princess, the concert, live at D23. That's at Hall D23. Sounds like a lot of fun. World of Duffy and Friends revealed at 4.15. Then at 6 o'clock, conversations with Disney character voices. That'll be a lot of fun. You're going to want to check that one out. Dancing with the Stars, 31st season celebration is going to be going on at the Backlot stage at 6 p.m. And finally, on the last day of the D23 Expo, Memories of Walt Disney World framing a portrait of 50 magical years. There at the Walt Disney Archives stage. What 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 a schedule. There are so many different things and in between all of that you've got all the different booths, you've got the shopping that you can do and there your favorite, you know, influencers are out there whether it be YouTube, Instagram, podcasters, Lots of people will be running. There's no telling who you're going to see. Celebrities, you name it. A lot of people are going to be there at the D23 Expo. It sounds like it's really going to be a fantastic time. And in case you did not know, in case you didn't know, if you have not bought tickets yet for the D23 Expo, you're out of luck. You're out of luck because D23 Expo is completely sold out. You cannot get tickets right now. That's tough. That's real tough. So the best thing that you can do is what Nicole and I are going to be doing. We'll be sitting at home. We'll have the TV going with one thing. A phone, our phones going with something different, tablet with something different, watching and, you know, listening and writing down a lot of different announcements that are going to be made. And just, we just want the experience of it through the eyes of well, you, if you're going to be there and you're doing things live on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok, you know, things like that, you know, we'll be looking for that stuff, too. We'll be watching a lot of things as far as the D23 Expo. So, and at the same time, if you want to give us a call, leave us a message from the Expo, we'd love that as well. And tell us how great of a time you're having. Give us a call. 408-909-3960. That's 408 909 60 or DW60. That's probably the one you should remember, more than likely. So we do have some other Disney news that we do need to get to. That is coming up right after the break. Right here on DW60. all love Sorcerer Radio. But did you know that you can give back to your favorite station? You can join Sorcerer Radio Patreon for as low as $2 per month. All the money raised from our patrons goes directly into creating great stations like Atmospheres, Rope Drop, Seasons, and more. Our patrons get exclusive benefits such as access to the exclusive Sorcerer Radio Discord discussion room, early access to breaking news, and behind-the-scenes information. 
Other support levels include stickers, shout-outs, and you can even program your own hour of Sorcerer Radio music. Visit srsounds.com support to find out more about how to become a patron today. And thank you for supporting Sorcerer Radio. Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com shop. Tired of missing out on free dining and special park openings? Looking to keep your finger on the pulse of all things Disney? Well, we've got you covered. EarsAlert.com has up-to-date news, deals, and information from the very best Disney news sources. Visit EarsAlert.com and download our iOS or Android app to get immediate updates whenever a Disney news story breaks. Visit EarsAlert.com today. Looking to show your Disney side at the Disney theme parks, your local gym, or around the house? Then you'll want to check out all of the cute Disney theme leggings and fun shirts at the Sorcerer Radio Etsy shop. Be sure to stop in to our exclusive shop today at srsounds.com slash Etsy to see our latest Disney theme clothing designs. And for a limited time, Sorcerer Radio listeners can take 10% off by using the code LOVESR when checking out. See you real soon at srsounds.com slash Etsy. Enhance your Epcot International Food and Wine Festival experience with the Festival of Food mobile app. With the Festival of Food app, you'll see everything that's available, including location, pictures, and pricing. Create your to-do list, track your progress, and read ratings and reviews from other foodies. There's a lot to taste at this year's festival. You don't want to miss a thing. Download the free Festival of Food app today to start planning, eating, and sharing. Available for iOS and Android. Find it in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Sorcerer Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music. All Disney music. All day long. srsounds.com. CW60 on Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music, all day long, srsounds.com. Jeff Davis back with you once again, talking about what's happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. No Nicole. If you're just joining us, Nicole is out there on the West Coast enjoying Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. She's doing Smuggler's Run. She's eating churros. Having some really good coffee, and and I'm at home. I'm here with the dogs, but I'm here talking to you. I'm very excited about that. Got the Instagram live chat going on. Hello to you guys again. Thanks for joining me for the show live. All right, so make sure to check out the SRN Top 10 on Sorcerer Radio every single Monday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. If you've never checked this out before, you can do so. Over at srsounds.com, or you can download the Sorcerer Radio app on your Apple or Android device, even your tablets. You can even listen on the uh, Amazon thing over there. 
I don't want to say the name because if I say it, they respond, and I'm I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> we got more to cover for the Walt Disney World Resort now. All right. Run Disney, folks. Run Disney, folks. You are a dedicated bunch. No doubt about that. And I'm sure you've heard by now, but for those of you who have not heard, Disney revealed the themes that are going on for the Run Disney 2023 Springtime Surprise Weekend Races. Now, each one of these races is going to be inspired by a different Pixar property. It's pretty cool. Check this out. So the challenge, which is 19.3 miles, is going to be inspired by Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. Pretty good. I like it. The 10-miler 10 mile, 10 is inspired by Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. The 10K is inspired by Monsters, Inc. And the 5K is inspired by the, car, uh, the film Cars. So you've got Finding Nemo and Finding Dory, which is the 19.3 challenge. Then you've got Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., Cars. Sounds like a lot of fun. i got to ask the question. Which 2023 springtime surprise race are you going to be participating in? Me, I would probably, and, and this is just because I'm not a runner. I'm not a runner at all. My feet are as flat as Donald Duck's. Me and Donald Donald were to compare feet. They'd look the same because I have no arch whatsoever in my foot. I'm a great swimmer. I'm a great swimmer. But I cannot do runs. So I'd probably do the 5K. And I'd walk it and have fun. And then you can get my little, you know, probably a Cars medal, I'm guessing. So, yeah. Kevin in the chat said, uh, happy Thursday night. Thank you. Appreciate that. Same to you. So that's going to be a lot of fun. The Run Disney 2023 Springtime Surprise Weekend Races. Make sure to uh, register if it's, I don't know if it's open or not right now, but just Google it. Just Google it. Disney CFO Christine McCarthy said that Disney could modify annual pass blackout dates if demand decreases. Eh? What? Decreases? What what does that mean? Here's what she said during the earnings call this past week, okay? Quote, to the extent which perhaps you had lightened demand, you could loosen up some of those blackout dates to bring more people in the park and just enjoy the park and spend money while they're there. And also, it relates to demand. We have not yet seen demand abate at all and we still have many days when people cannot get reservations so we're still seeing demand in excess of the reservations that we are making available for our guests Uh, I, I get it I understand the demand is still there because the parks, as far as we know, are still not at full capacity. It's still at a certain, you know, percentage is what they have continuously said. So naturally, you're not going to see a dip in the demand because all these people are wanting to go and you're only letting so many in. So the demand's going to be there. 
So that means they're not possibly anytime soon going to make those blackout days available. For those annual pass holders or even those wanting to be annual pass holders, because well, we do know that the you know when it comes to annual passes, those sales have not happened since November of 2021 at Walt Disney World. You can still do the renewals. Those are still being offered. And then you have the problem out at Disneyland. The Magic Key Pass sold out last November. And then those people are still awaiting news for renewals as their expiration dates continue to get closer and closer. Hmm. And then a lot of these annual passes that people have, they're restricted by blackout dates. But, I mean, if you, you could modify those and get more people in the parks, like she said, if the demand were to increase. I, I don't know about this. I, I just don't feel like it's going to happen. Reason being is because Disney's actually doing pretty well right now. So the Disney Parks revenue rose by 70% in the third quarter of 2022. That revenue was $7.4 billion. Billion. It's like winning the Mega Millions and the Powerball. $7.4 billion. Now, when it comes to the Walt Disney Company as a whole, they posted a revenue of $21.5 billion. <laughs> For quarter three of 2022. Ugh, okay. But the thing is, what Disney is saying is that they have a claim. They say they have been affected by unfavorable attendance mix. What does that mean? They're seeing it at Disneyland, apparently. Not a problem with Walt Disney World. The attendance there has been fantastic. Apparently, it has something to do with Disneyland. Those annual pass holders over there. The problems that they've been having. That's part of what Disney say is the problem for that, quote, unfavorable attendance mix. The earnings report also talked about claims that per capita ticket revenue was up because of, and you guessed it, Genie Plus and Lightning Lane. But they say it was offset at the same time because of the low attendance out of Disneyland. That goes back to the Magic Key Pass program. It's all kind of connected. So I don't know. I feel for the people out on the West Coast when it comes to these Magic Key Passes. I I really, because they sounded fantastic. The the prices were fantastic. And they sold out just so fast. And now people are just kind of standing around, twiddling in the thumbs, not knowing what to do. You know, I don't know. Weird. But Disney Parks up 70%. 70%. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. All right. If you are a shopper at the Walt Disney World Resort, you're going to want to listen to this. According to a lot of cast members, right now there is a two-per-item limit that Disney put into place last year. And what that does is it keeps people from reselling Disney merchandise online. What they have done is they have very quietly lifted that restriction for most items around Walt Disney World. Now, there are some exceptions. 
And that means that those exceptions, those, you know, high profile type of items, those will remain at two items per guest. Then all the other stuff is going to be increased up to 10 items per guest. Okay. Now, the rule was put into place for all purchases last year, and there was a lot of people very upset. There's a lot of controversy surrounding it, uh, mainly because of, you know, the resellers buying up most of everything before any regular guests could actually get their hands on it. And so that's why they made it two per person, made it a little bit easier for those people visiting Walt Disney World on their vacation, not locals just showing up to buy stuff, but those vacationing out there trying to get their hands on some of these big ticket items at the Walt Disney World locations, you know, selling them. So this could take away the chance on some things, but not the big things. It's still in place. Don't worry. Now, the only items uh, previously exempted were consumables like food and ponchos, stuff like that. When it comes to things like Mickey Mouse, the main attraction, along with limited edition items, kind of like Magic Bands, Magic Band Plus, Lounge Flies, stuff like that, that's still going to be two per guest according to what the cast members say. So what do you think? I I worry about popcorn buckets. <laughs> I worry about thinking people love popcorn buckets. Absolutely love them. I don't have a single one from Disney, but people love getting these things and they put them on the walls, stuff like that. And that's one person in the chat said, who needs 10 of one thing? I guess if you have a large family, that is a very large family. But the only person that needs 10 of something is somebody who's reselling it on eBay or one of these Facebook groups or something like that. Those are the individuals who are going there trying to buy 10 of something and they get there two of something, but they bring a party of like four or five people. So they'll get their 10. See what I'm saying? Not sure how I feel about this. I think some items which... Disney may not consider to be high ticket items could go very fast and the other people who have been waiting in line a very long time might just be out of luck Uh, not the best thing but I mean hey it is what it is I don't know We'll, we'll just have to wait and see how this goes if people abuse it too much again you could see this restriction that we had previously implemented back into it a lot of you will be enjoying Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Mm-hmm. Some of the best announcements I've seen so far have been on the Disney Parks TikTok account. And I really start to think that, you know, Disney's kind of, they're listening to people. And they're kind of giving the fans what they want, sort of. It's Trust me, it's not across the board there's so many other things we want Disney's like oh no they're never no, we're not doing that we're not doing that but check this out so those who are going to be going to Mickey's not so scary Halloween party you're going to get to party 90s style 1990s style and you're going to have the opportunity to really dance and have a lot of fun over in Tomorrowland so for the very first time if you're attending Mickey's not so scary Halloween party you will get to see Max Goof, 
cosplaying as Powerline alongside his 90s crew just before Mickey's Boot to You Halloween Parade goes down Main Street USA in the parade route over at the Magic Kingdom. I, I, I totally understand how you guys feel about Powerline. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a it's a huge following, but everyone exaggerates on the internet. When it comes to this, that is the case. I'm sorry, I'm I'm just not a Powerline fan. I'm not a fan of, of 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 that at all. I'm just in the song. I honestly can't stand the song. I know people are probably gonna hate me for this. I just it's not my thing. It's just not my thing. What person in the chat's like, Max, how oh good? Yeah, it's, it's just not my thing. I just don't, um, I don't like it. I don't know. But that's not all. Also this year, brand new. They're doing it like the zombies do. <laughs> What's called Zombies Bash. The Zombies Bash join zombies and cheerleaders over at Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe as they jam the night away with music inspired by the Zombies original movies over on Disney Channel. That sounds like a lot of fun. That's pretty that's pretty cool. <laughs> Eric's going back to the thing I said about Disney listening to us and giving us what the fans want. He said they still have not heard us on the nighttime parade, and they have not given us that back. Eric, you got that right. Absolutely. I agree with you. So it sounds like a lot of fun. If you're a Powerline fan, you're going to want to go to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Sounds like it'll be a good time. Let's head over to Epcot. Some interesting information coming out of Epcot. This is very cool. Soaring around the world. We love it. It is a fantastic attraction. Nicole and I never miss this attraction. We have to go on it. We have to. Very, very popular. So originally back in 2005, when the attraction opened, it did offer a single rider option. But then shortly after that, the single rider rider line was taken away simply because there was not a lot of interest in doing a single rider line. People are like, no, 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 no. I want to I want to do this with my family. I don't want to do it by myself. So they got rid of it. Single rider lines have become more and more popular at Walt Disney World. And people are like, we just want to go on the attraction, but we don't want to wait two hours. Nine times out of ten, the single rider line is very short compared to just the regular standby queue. Of course, those who have, you know, lightning lane, stuff like that, they get in a little quicker too. But single rider line has a tendency to go rather quickly. The deal is when it comes to the single rider line, if there are other people in your family, you probably won't be riding with them. They won't be not they won't be riding next to you. Interesting situation. Like Nicole and I love to do single rider line for test track. There have been a couple of occasions where, no, we have not sat together because we're doing single rider line and they won't put you together. But we have ended up in the same car while on test track, which was fun. She was in the front. I was in the back. No problem. I still enjoyed it. It was fun. We still enjoy it just by ourselves with other families. You know, somebody has a party of two. 
They put them in line. They say, single rider, go, boom. There you go. You got all three spots filled up for that row on test track. So that's the thing. I kind of think it's going to work out this time for Soren. I'm, I'm thinking it might. I don't know. I'd like to get your opinion on it. So give us a call. Let us know if you think single rider line is going to be a good idea for Soren over at Epcot. I mean, there are other attractions that have them. Like I said, you've got Test Track. You've got Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run. You've got Expedition Everest. And then also Rock and Roller Coaster with Aerosmith. All of those have a single rider line. Use them, folks. Use them, use them, use them. Person in the chat said, Soarin' over California is better. I don't know. I've never been on it, so I can't say if it's good or not. Oh, wait. Is that the same one that was in Epcot at the same time? I think it was. I like this new one better than the old one. Yeah. Everybody has their preference, though. That's okay. That's all right. That's okay. So it's just a test on the single rider line for Soarin'. It's not a permanent thing. There's literally a cast member standing there with a sign in their hand that says single rider line. If the testing goes well, you could see this actually happen. I don't know. We'll just kind of have to wait and see. It's a good chance that it could stick around, but uh, I'm not going to hold my breath. Not going to hold my breath. So that's all the news that we've got this time around from the Walt Disney World Resorts. We don't have a don't do that this week. We don't have any birthdays, but we did get a voicemail, and I want to check that out right now. Hi, Jeff and Nicole. This is Cindy Klein. I'm um, calling because I have a question. We listen to your show, um, usually by podcast, my daughter Rebecca Klein and I. And we've enjoyed the show for quite a few years now, but we've not heard it from the beginning. So I was wondering how this started. How did Jeff start doing this? I know Nicole joined along the way. But anyway, if you have time, it would be fun to hear a little bit of the history of how you started doing this. We, Rebecca and I, are looking forward to a trip in November to go to the Christmas party and um, can't wait to hear all the details that you guys bring to us as more is known about what's going to happen during those parties. I hope you're having a great day and we'll listen to you soon. Thank you so much. That is a real good question. Very good question. Um, How did all this get started? Well, So at the time, I think it was 2004, maybe 2005, maybe 2000, late 2004. I was just randomly looking for Disney music on the Internet because I'm a big Disney fan. I love Disney World. And I only had like one CD at the time. It was Where the Magic Lives CD. Probably a lot of you have that. And I got tired of listening to that over and over and over again. YouTube wasn't really a thing back then. And I was like, I, I want to listen to some Disney music. So I just started, you know, Googling Walt Disney World music. I came across the Source Radio website and said, you know, all Disney music all day long. Went over there to it and saw, I was like, oh my gosh, they're playing Walt Disney World music. Hit, hit play. I was automatically hooked right then and there. 
And so naturally, I start you know checking out the entire website. They had message boards back then. So, of course, I signed up for the message boards because message boards were a big thing during that time. And then I saw another thing where they had what's called the Character Breakfast Podcast. And they were looking for another member of the show to join them. And I thought, oh, this sounds fantastic. I've got a background in radio. I love Walt Disney World music. These podcast things are really catching on. And this was early for podcasts. It was just kind of starting out, but people were doing them, you know, type of thing. And I was like, well, let me contact these people and see if, you know, if they would think about maybe having me with them on their show. I think it'd be great. So I contacted DJ Sourcey via email, gave him all my background and everything else. He's like, okay, well, you know, I think it'd be great. Can you send me a demo? And I was like, oh, gosh, I haven't sent a demo to anybody in years, years. It's like, no problem. So I put together a quick demo, sent it to him, and he said, absolutely, please join us on the show. So I started off on SR doing the Character Breakfast podcast, doing the news, the world in news is what we called it. Did that for about a year, year and a half, about a year and a half. It was 2006, right? well, 2005 into 2006. And DJ Sourcey and I were talking, and I said, how can we translate what we do on the Character Breakfast podcast over to Sorcerer Radio? Because, yeah, we play music all day long. You know, people listen to it. But how do we get the news on the station and still play music at the same time? Because maybe somebody doesn't want to listen to the Character Breakfast podcast. They just want to hear a little bit of the news and then music at the same time. So I started brainstorming, and I was like, nobody seems to be doing an FM radio type of Disney show with Disney Parks music. Radio Disney had their own thing at the time. Uh, But they weren't doing really park music. They were doing, you know, their music, all the stuff that they were doing right then. So I was like, I pitched the idea to him, and I said, what about this format? Talk about news for about 15 to 20 minutes, then play the Disney Park music, do segues in between. And he's like, that sounds like a great idea. What do you want to call it? I had recently watched an episode of E60 over on ESPN. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should call it DW60. He's like, oh, man, that's a great idea. That's, that's, that's good. I like that. Wonderful. And so I figured out a bunch of things on how to you know, create an hour-long show for the station talking about the news and then doing uh, the Walt Disney World music at the same time. So that's how DW60 got started back in January of 2006. That's a good question. Hope I answered it fully, and I hope that your trip to the Walt Disney World Resort in November and doing the Christmas party and everything else, I hope that goes well. I really do. Hope you guys have a fantastic time. Thanks for leaving the message. You have a question or comment or anything else uh, about um, Nicole and I? or just uh, anything in general about the podcast or the show, give us a call. 408-909-DW60. That is the number that you can call. Great voicemail. Appreciate that. So that is what's happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Switzerland Radio. SRSounds.com. Alrighty, folks. Well, guess what? I have talked and talked and talked 
And that's going to be the end of it. <laughs> Time to end the show. I want to thank everybody for joining us on Sorcerer Radio at SRSounds.com and chatting with me over in the chat on the Discord. If you're not part of the Discord for uh, Sorcerer Radio, please join us. Go over to SRSounds.com. All the information is right there. I want to say thank you to my Instagram audience right now because you guys are fantastic. You've stuck with me the entire show been commenting and stuff like that you guys are fantastic thumbs up to you thank you so much and for everybody out there listening on the podcast thank you so much for checking us out if you're on apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate those five star ratings they help out the podcast so much and leave a review too we love reading your reviews every time we get a new review on apple podcast i read it right here on the show So please help us out. We greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it if you do. If you need to get in contact with us, there's a lot of ways to do that. You can contact us on Facebook. DW60 Press Row Podcast page is where you can go for that. Over on Instagram, follow us there. Follow Nicole. She's out there at Disneyland right now on Instagram. Follow us at DW60 Press Row. We're on Patreon as well. If you want to support DW60, you can by joining our Patreon family. Head over to patreon.com and search DW60 Press Row Podcast. Of course, you can email us if you want to. DW60 at srsounds.com. But we really want you to call and leave those messages, questions, birthdays, anniversary, stuff like that. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. 408 909 DW60. That's 408-909-3960. Music Row coming up. All requests by our Patreon members. Stick around for that for you Sorcerer Radio listeners. That's going to be pretty cool. They've made some really, really good selections. I can't wait to play these things. Until next time, this is Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long. SRSounds.com. And we hope you have a magical day. <laughs>